Well, hi there. I'm Randy Dice, and this is Under the Table. It's a uh, bi-weekly podcast uh, where I'm going to tell you stories about my town of Ishkish, Minnesota. Uh, some weird stuff's been going on. It's been going on for a while, and uh, you know I've wanted to get it out there. And this past Christmas, my Ka- uh, my sons Caleb and Gabe got me a nice little mic set up for the computer and they uh, told me about podcasting and it sounded pretty cool um, and I'd actually I'd been a DJ uh, back in my college days blurry days uh, <laughs> Ishkish community what's up caterpillars um, yeah so I have a little bit of experience on the radio and uh, so I'm gonna try to transfer some of that energy over to a podcast and hopefully make something somewhat entertaining. Uh, So let's give it a little test run. Uh, Here's episode one, just dive right in. Under the table, episode one, never give your coat to a goat. We were just getting ready for supper. Barb had just set the roast on the stove. She was letting it cool down a bit while she scrubbed some dishes, you know, whatever she'd used in preparation. I'm just sitting there at the dinner table, noodling on my phone, just like any other night. I think I was writing a message to my son on Facebook or something. Anyway, I'm just sitting there dinking with autocorrect, and Barb goes, Randy, would you come look at this? When I'm on my phone, you ain't hearing nothing going on, you know. I'm pretty much a wall. That's all you're talking to. So Barb goes, hey, Randy. Would you get off your freaking phone and come take a look? I look over and she's just staring right out the window. We have, you know, right in front of the sink there. She's taking off her washing gloves at this point and is kind of wiping away the fog on the window. Okay, I say, I take off my readers as I get up from the table. What do you got? She goes, I think I see a goat out in the road. A goat? What do you mean you see a goat? I nudged her over and I took a look. All I see is snow, I say. Now mind you, it's January in Ishkish, Minnesota, which means there is always snow. There's no avoiding it. If it ain't coming down and it's blowing around. That's all I was seeing when I looked out the window that night, just a bunch of uh, blowing snow. Look harder. I seen it out there by the mailbox. The mailbox? That's practically 20 yards out there, Barb. I can't hardly see no white goat in the blowing snow all the way out by the road. Well, it's wearing a coat. A red one. Now, at this point, she's losing me. A coat? What the heck have you been smoking on, Barb? A coat on a goat? Are you freaking? Right then, she put her hands over my mouth, saying, Randy, will you shut up and look? That's when I first seen it. It was a freaking goat in a coat. Swapping Barb's hand off of my mouth, I go, Holy cow, Barb, is this some kind of sign of the apocalypse or something? Because, I mean, the thing is just there in the road. It's not moving. It appears to be staring right at us. I gotta tell you, there's just something eerie about it. Can you, can you picture it? Just a goat wearing a coat. In the middle of the road, right around dinner time, snow's blowing with the trees. It's darker than shit out. Just a moment ago, I was texting my son, 
you know, and I was worried about Facebook and little petty things, football, uh, and roast, really. I mean, that's mostly what's on my mind. We're just about to, I don't know, watch a show or something, you know, like anybody else does. Something maybe about investigations or dancing. But now there's a fucking goat right in front of my house. Of all the houses, he's right, right in front of my fucking house. You got to go out there and see what it's doing, Randy. What do you mean, see what it's doing? You know, just check to see if it's going where it needs to be. That certainly doesn't make any sense there, Barb. But I figure you might just be getting hysterical. Frankly, this is kind of not sitting quite right with me neither. What do you say we just get away from the window and we'll have ourselves some roast? I'll pour you some Malbec and the goat there can just be on his way. Fine, fine, fine. But that goat sure doesn't look to be in a hurry. Felt like we were just trying too hard to have a normal meal. Barb's knee was bouncing the whole time, shaking the table, nearly making me dribble the gravy from the roast down my shirt. Her eyes kept glancing over towards the window. I, even though he couldn't see nothing, you know, from where we were sitting, you just see the reflection of the kitchen. I tried pulling her back by asking about work. Do you get your schedule fixed like you were saying the other day? Something about your boss not knowing if she can give you off next Saturday or something? Uh, yeah, she said it's fine. Oh, oh, that's good. You think you're going to get another holiday bonus this year? Yeah, probably. She was reaching for her wine glass when she said this, and she was kind of peering at the window again, and she knocked the glass over and spilt Malbec all over the table. Oh, come on, you aren't even paying attention to nothing. Jeez, go grab some paper towels and see if your dumb goat is still out there. She was already up and grabbing a length of paper towel, saying, Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Hardly tearing it from the roll and pulled it across the whole kitchen to get another peek out the window. <gasps> what? It's in the yard. Let me tell you, Barb was paper white. I don't think I've ever seen her so genuinely confused and, like, frightened, you know? It was pretty alarming to see her like that. I knew right then that this was really giving her a bother. And it was my responsibility as her husband to figure out why this goat was being such a weirdo. Alright, alright. I got I got this, Barb. I'll go out there and see what this goat is up to. I marched out of the kitchen, you know, kind of faking bravery. I gotta be honest, I don't have a lot of it. But in times of distress, it's better to fake it for the sake of others, you know. I think most people do that anyway. We don't quite know what bravery is or how to necessarily be brave until we're confronted with a scenario that necessitates bravery. In this case, it was a small goat with a red coat in my front yard. Barb followed behind me, pleading that I be cautious. I grabbed my brown leather coat off of the guardrail, hardly able to get the darn thing on with Barb kind of leeching onto me. Oh, jeez, Randy, you gotta be careful. What if the thing has rabies? You know about George's cousin, right? He got rabies from a chicken, one of his own. A freaking chicken, can you believe that? Say he was foaming from the mouth and the whole nine. He had that dumb bird for three years prior to. Cool it, Barb. Will you let me get my coat on? 
I ain't going to get rabies, and I guarantee you George's cousin never got no rabies neither. And if, and that's if, he ever did get rabies and was foaming from the mouth and all that, sure wasn't from a chicken. Now all I'm going to do is go out and shoo the thing along. I ain't going to try touching it or nothing. Hopefully I'll just go on home. So I open the front door. Barb's still behind me, sort of holding onto my shoulders, peeking from behind me as the wind blows a gust of snow up into the entry. The goat is, I'd say, 20, 25 feet out from my porch. I flick on my coach light, and there he is, just barely outside of the light cast. But I can still make him out enough to see he ain't moving. Hey, goat. Get out of here. Go on home now. We don't need you here. We don't want you hanging around in our yard. We're gonna be shutting all the lights off and going to bed. I recommend you do the same, goat. I don't know where you got your freaking coat or who put it on you, but it's scaring my wife and and it's weirding me out. So just leave, damn it. The thing was made of stone, I swear. It didn't flinch an inch. Go up to it, Randy. Maybe it'll scurry away if you go up to it, Randy. Got it. I got it, Barb. I think I can handle a goat. So I start walking towards it, saying all the same stuff, telling it to go on, take a hike, see you later, nice knowing you. But the damn thing lets me get nearly five feet away from it. Now, I don't want to touch the thing in case it might have rabies or something. So I am a little puzzled as to what I should do next. I didn't bring nothing to poke it with, like like a broom. Did you grab anything to poke it with? Like a broom or something? Barb, are you freaking kidding me? You saw me walk out the front door. Did it look like I had a broom? Well, what do you suppose you're going to do about it then? At that point, starting to just piss me off. I lost my attention on the goat, and it actually started approaching me, and it took a few steps my way, and I says to it, Okay, goat, don't come any closer. You don't, you don't know what you're doing. Just stay back, okay? I'm not, I'm not even, I don't care. I don't care if you want to wear a coat. Just leave. I want to go to bed. But it wouldn't listen. They walked even closer. A few more steps. A few more steps. Be careful, Randy. It's walking right towards you. I know, Barb. I see it. I'm a little bit closer than you are. But at that point, I didn't see it. It was right up on me, and I had to decide what to do. So I thought. I thought very quickly. Uh, what? Okay, it's a little kid's coat. Um, usually, parents put the names on the tags because their kids are young, and they go to school, and they don't want them to lose their coat. So as the goat was walking up on me, I grabbed its coat, and I saw on the tag there was there was a name. It was. There was Dean. It said Dean on it. The tag said Dean. At that point, the bastard had turned his head around before I'd let him go of the tag, and he nipped me right in the wrist. I looked down. It hurt so bad when he bit. And as I looked up, he was already off. He was off in the night, his coat kind of catching the wind as he ran off. I couldn't see him after he made it about 20 feet out. I could only hear the sound of the goat's bleats that carried off into the night as it made its way down the country road.
Holding my wrist, I trudge back to the front door, barreling in, slumping on the steps without taking my boots off, wincing in pain, scared to even look at my hand. Oh gosh, oh gosh, oh gosh, Randy, you shouldn't have gone and gotten so close to that goat, now it's gone and bit you. What did I say, Randy? You could have frickin' rabies. It didn't have rabies, Barb, it wasn't foaming from the mouth, it didn't look sickly or nothing, I, m I mean it still hurts like a bitch. But I doubt I'm going to turn into some sort of rabbit animal. Barb brought me a couple ibuprofen and some ice in a Ziploc to help stop some of the swelling. Bastard hadn't broken skin, but I could see the imprint of his teeth as the bruise welled up with blood. I was able to read the tag on his jacket. Oh, well, it's from Old Navy, Randy. I could have told you that. No, Barb, it's a kid's jacket. There was a kid's name written on the tag. It said Dean. Dean Fish, down the road. The Fish family, they have a boy named Dean. There's so many in the group running around at the house, I'm not sure which one he is, but I know there's a Dean over there. <sighs> the fish. Definitely a residence I try to stay pretty far away from. Pretty sure nobody in town can confirm a headcount over at that house. I know there are some older kids. Maybe a couple older daughters. One of them works at Ted's Diner. Nice girl. Gabby. Seventeen, I'd guess. I heard one of them moved back because she got pregnant or something. And then there are a couple older sons that went to high school with Gabe and Caleb, but I'm not sure they ever moved out after graduation. Then there are probably seven kids under 10 that I have no information on, other than they like to leave their bikes in the road. They'll usually bark or hiss at you if you run into them in public. They're likely to throw or roll things into traffic when you're driving by. I've uh, come across baseballs, footballs, tennis balls, eggs, frisbees, hockey sticks, scooters. Hell, one day a conjuring of them were throwing handfuls of cereal at passerbys. The best thing you can do is just ignore the whole fish tribe. They keep to themselves for the most part. But I wasn't thrilled to hear there was a Dean fish. So one of those little grubs got their hands on a goat. Poor thing. Must have been hell with all those little bastards trying to wrestle a coat onto it. No wonder it bit me. You gonna go down and talk to Kathy and Dick about this? Well, I figured I ought to. We really don't want a repeat of this tomorrow night. I just can't tell you the last time I talked to either of them. I hate talking to them, honestly. They weird me out. It's like they're always hitting on you. Oh, definitely. No joke. Last weekend when I went to yoga, Kath was actually there. Can you believe it? First thing she said to me was, Hey, Bob. How you doing? Your tits look great. I, I didn't even know what to say. I just said, thanks. I, they're weird, but it's up to you whether you want to go causing a stir. Yeah, I guess I'll sleep on it. It's too much to process in one night. Good thinking. I'll clean up the table and do the dishes tonight if you want to go get ready for bed. Maybe you should wrap your hand or something. There should be an ace in the medicine cabinet, I think. Alright. Thanks, Barb. I love you, honey. She helped me off the stairs and kissed me on the forehead. You're welcome, Rand. My big, strong goat warrior. You look so brave out there telling that goat to shoo. Pretty sexy. Oh, yeah. You think this bite is bad? You should see the goat. 
right then my stomach lurched. It's like uh, someone had just taken my hallway and flipped it upside down. My feet were cinder blocks. You know, they were just boat-legged and almost anchored in place. I, I couldn't even catch myself. I had to kind of push up against the walls to, like, stabilize. It was like a carnival fun house. I wanted to turn and go back downstairs, get Barb's attention, but uh, attempting to turn around, my, my vision just kind of smudged, making my stomach tighten up even more. Felt like something was going to burst. My head was beating with... I started to hear it. I started to, I started to hear it. <laughs> started to hear it. Stop. Stop. No. 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 Barb. 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 I don't... Randy, 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 get off, get off me, will you, Randy, get off me, will you, Randy, jeez, oh, jeez, Barb, what, oh, what's going on, what do you mean, Randy, freaking in your sleep or something, sweating and yelling, oh, I'm sorry, oh, God, my head, did you end up bringing me into bed last night? No. I mean, I found you in bed. All your clothes were on. I, I don't know. You were already asleep, and I could hardly wake you up. So I just I just left you alone. You kind of grumbled at me. But that was it. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't... I hardly remember. I could have swore I, I was in the hallway, and my, uh, my head was... I don't... Never mind. At least I got a day to recuperate. You know, I just want one one good day off. Just after last night, that was too much. So today I'm just going to maximize my relaxation. I think uh, I think both of us deserve it. Don't you think, Barb? Or aren't you going to go see the fishes? <sighs> yeah, no, you're right. <sighs> Man, I almost forgot. I suppose I'll go see the fishes. So there it is. Episode one of Under the Table. My uh, bi-weekly, hopefully, jeez, uh, hopefully bi-weekly podcast. That's episode one, Never Give Your Coat to a Goat. Uh, I'd say that's part one because the story's not over. It's going to take a little bit longer than I expected. But uh, there's a lot to it. It's a meaty one. So... Please tune in. A couple weeks from now, I'll have another one out to you. And uh, please, if you have any any stories to tell me or uh, anything that's weird that's ever happened to, say, uh, I don't know, your friends or family, email me, under the table podcast. That is under the table podcast at gmail.com. I'd love to hear them and I will uh, share them. Share them on the radio. Or, <laughs> oh, look at me. Uh, there's my age. There's my gray hair. Uh, I'll share them on the podcast. Okay. Thanks a lot. Bye.